Can I begin by asking what the local housing strategy is proposing in its current form? What makes it different to previous approaches by Orange City Council? Back in 2004, Council released a sustainable settlement strategy. Like, where did they want to see the city grow back then? And as time's gone by, that, that plan is just getting towards the end of its time. So uh, when it's, you know, from a strategic thinking point of view, it's, a, it's reasonable from time to time for cities to um, reconsider their growth areas and see what they want to look like into the future. So now's that time for us. It's not the fact that we're running out of land. That's not the driver. It's about putting, uh, putting it out there to the community and saying, we're expecting to grow this big. Where do you think we should grow? And what do you think we should look like into the future for the next 20 years? In your speech, though, you made a pretty striking remark that Orange needs to accept that the city's buildings go up, they'll get taller. Is that a strategy being backed by professional town planning advice? Yeah, what we've looked at um, uh, there is, you know, by 2041, so in 20 years, we should be around about 52,000 people. So we'll need about just over 6,000 new new houses. Um, Not everybody wants to live in a, a four-bedroom home in North Orange, say. So what the studies have actually shown when we've done the research is that there is a bit of a need for a mixture of types of houses. So allow for the four bedrooms, yes, but other, other people are going to want to live in smaller houses and indeed closer to the city. The only way you can really do that is to go up. So, you know, an interesting stat we found was there was... Yeah, about 62% of uh, households in Orange only have one or two people in them, but they only make up 17% of the actual housing stock available. So it doesn't mean that people need to live in smaller houses. It's, it's an interesting stat to say that there's a lot of a house not used, so do we really want to have those big houses? Let's give people the options. Are there examples nationally you can point to where a denser housing plan has worked well for a regional city? Uh, look, a lot of the state plans, state, uh, new state environmental plans throughout, the, um, throughout New South Wales do point towards um, accepting medium density and are making more, uh, on that state level, procedures around how councils um, consider applications for the, the, the increased density housing, so the units and townhouses and whatnot. So, you know, it, there's a bit of a push from the state, but... If you think back this way, for, for, the, for the locals, if you know, when I first came to town probably 17 or 18 years ago, um, the North uh, or the Anson Street Water Tower or Rosewood Water Tower was right on the edge of town. Um, now you go right up past Waratah Sports Club, right up to, uh, to the edge of town. It's probably another five-minute drive away at least. And so um, plus with that, we've had growth in the West and down south in Shirley. So I think from even from a sustainability point of view of using land properly, um, we probably can't accept that we'll continue to sprawl that much every, every 15, 20 years. So um, it's about considering what other options we've got there, allow for different markets, and, uh, and the markets will drive these options. Um, so, you know, council's not the land developer in this case. We don't build the houses. What we'll do is we, we give enough of a horizon for land that could be rezoned into the future um, for developers to come in and, and, uh, and um, uh, build on, those, on that land for people. What kind of feedback did you receive from residents at the two meetings? Mm-hmm. It's probably been five key areas that, that the residents have come back with. Um, 
probably the hottest topic uh, has been water. You know, does orange have enough uh, water to continue continue its growth? Um, the the short answer is yes. Um, look, with with um, the studies we've done allowing for changes due to matters such as climate change, we could sustain a population around about sixty thousand people. So that's good to know. That's a tick. That doesn't mean we're not going to have droughts into the future and we're not going to be on water restrictions. Um, but in relation to the confidence of the figures, we're confident that we're getting uh, enough uh, water supply um, into the future for 60,000 people. So that exceeds the growth that we're planning for here. So that's good. Um, the, the medium density matters have also been discussed a mm. fair bit, um, which is what we've just spoken about, the, the in consideration of increasing heights and types of housing in closer to town. Um, some feedbacks come from the villages. Um, there's a little bit of uh, information on, on the villages. That's it's, um, Spring, uh, Spring Hill, Lucknow, and um, uh, the area around Spring Terrace saying well, maybe there could be a very small amount of growth in those areas. Keen to find out what people think about that. Um, the... Certainly a hot topic as well has been the affordability of housing in Orange. Mm. So both rental and for purchase, um, like anywhere in New South Wales at the moment, property market's very expensive. So um, people have a bit to say about that, as well as the affordable housing part, which is which can be um, the, the first person in their first job might be the first year nurse or teacher or, or policeman but then affordable housing can also include matters such as uh, social housing so options for that well in particular um, what st steps will orange council be taking either putting submissions to the state or federal mm -hmm. governments to increase the stock of social housing and affordable housing the, the the study identifies that there is a need to continue to look at and, and plan for those types of housing so the, the, the social housing the affordable housing and also housing affordability, and we do that by putting out blocks, enough land for it to grow into. The report does identify that into the future we'll have to have more consideration and plans around, specifically around affordable housing, saying how, how do we expect to handle this? It might be things like a developer contribution or asking landholders when they develop that they set aside certain areas of the of the subdivision for social housing. Um, it might be through um, different ways to encourage people to provide affordable housing and financial incentives, that type of thing. So there's there's a fair bit of work to do in this area. Yeah, because so, the crisis is now. People are being pushed out of the housing market and people from a lower socioeconomic background could be facing homelessness if something isn't done, especially about the social housing waiting list, which is exploding in recent years. What can, what can council do to actually counter this? Is there measures that you can take right now? Yeah, the, the housing strategy is a, is a longer-term focus plan. Um, so realistically, if uh, developers started today, you're probably talking a few years before the, the new land actually hits the market. So this document is not a silver bullet in relation to affordable or social housing. Um, what we can do there is we continue to work with the housing providers in town, both, both the government ones and the non-government ones. Um, there has been um, some growth in town of these, these developments, um, but I'm expecting to see there's going to be a fair bit more into the future. Um, so those those projects are well funded through uh, particularly federal funding, um, and it'll be 
that's where we'd like to get in with out of this housing strategy, um, progress into more detailed planning documents that, that manage how we'll um, develop those, um, those styles of housing into the future here. The council has now committed to long-term water restrictions for Orange. How difficult is this going to be to explain to residents who've just lived through one of the wettest years on record? Okay. Um, look, Orange has been, for a long time, um, quite sensible with its water. Um, Orange has one of the lowest uh, consumption rates per capita in the country. So I don't see anything changing from that. In terms of just because we've seen a wet uh, a wet season, um, it doesn't necessarily change the culture of people. Um, I don't uh, see people wasting water around town as a result of the dams being full, and indeed they shouldn't. So we continue with the same messaging. Um, we will be expanding our different programs, such as um, the um, the next stage of our stormwater harvesting project. Um, that's quite interesting, and it keeps uh, keeps people interested and aware of what's happening with uh, water quality and quantity in the town. So that's where we're expanding the harvesting of the the, the runoff of the, um, the the rainfall that falls on the CBD and and the city, and uh, we put it through our wetlands, clean it up, and pump it into our water supply. So um, matters like that keep people thinking about um, um, using water properly. Then there is a wide array of issues worth with water usage and with housing. Uh, Mark Hodges, it's really good to get your insights this afternoon. Thanks so much for making time to speak to us. It's been my pleasure, Liam. Thank you.